0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Secrets of the Sire. We do this every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc. We talk comics, movies, TV, pop culture. Um, This week, tonight, we have Mission Impossible. Why it might be the best superhero franchise in theaters today. Yeah, you heard me. We'll debate. We want to know your top five superhero franchises in there. We're going to even debate what a franchise is Uh, And, really excited, it's part of our summer spotlight We're actually spotlighting some under-the-radar companies you need to know about uh, Starting with Vault Comics, we're welcoming Editor-in-Chief Adrian Wassel on To talk about all the cool stuff that they've got going on at Vault Comics I am your host, Michael Dolce, alongside some dude who wandered into the studio today Mr. Lord of the Radio, Hassan Godwin, welcome back, sir
1: Wait, if I just wandered into the studio, how do you know my name? I I'm I'm I'm
0: all-knowing and all-powerful yeah! Right. Ooh, oh! Oh! Uh, I need to get that in writing. I got empowered right. in the week that you were <laughs> yeah. off. See what? Yeah. See what happened? See, uh, we'll I see. got really. We'll really see really how charged. long that lasts. I also. I also got. Um, uh, you know kind of like Recharged from uh, Going to San Diego Which was not An easy thing at all So Really? Yeah, Did you was, talk about San Diego last week? Uh, a little bit yeah A little bit it, it was. I mean we talked about it The week before too I mean it was It's been like It's been a few weeks now But I'm still You're still, you're still uh I, You know what I am noticeably better now <laughs> and, I, and, and it's funny I talked to a bunch of folks Who went out to San Diego Comic Con San Diego Comic Con Is the biggest convention Of the year um, biggest because it takes up the most amount of land, I think, is yeah. the best way to put it. Yeah.
1: Um, it's still the biggest event. It's not the biggest show anymore, but I think it's the biggest event.
0: I talked to Bevan from Adultus. She was still recovering like a week and a half later. Uh, Jordan Gelber from Star Baby. She also went to San Diego. She was recovering. Uh, Tyler Kirkham has no problems, though, by the way. He's just well, like, that guy. I'm good, too. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's, that's true because you good. didn't go. You didn't go. So uh,
1: Is that is that the trick? I think that's the <laughs> trick. I figured it out. All right. Don't go next time.
0: Secrets of and the Sire <laughs> is brought to you by all of our beloved patrons. We have dedicated fans, Einar Peterson, Matt Beyer, Ashley Haikai, our, our program director, Stephanie Dolce, our executive producer, Steve Ovecki, Brian Phillips, and Christina Gillen, and our Uber fan, Christina Dolce. Uh, check us out on Thanks. Twitter, Michael underscore Dolce, Instagram, mdolce64, Secrets of the Go check us out on Patreon, too, and go support us over there. Not Secrets of Desire. No, it's secrets not. Secrets of the Sire. It's not. <laughs> so, we had a really fun uh, conversation earlier in the week because this is now the lull. You know, you got on me a few weeks ago for complaining about when Ant-Man came out versus when Deadpool 2 came out. Right. Uh, I'm complaining about the times that they're scheduling because right now we're in August and it's still the summer we got what the, There's we got plenty that comes we out. We got the jaws movie coming out next yeah, week, but you're but kind we're of a snob. Like, you're a little
1: bit of a snob. That's mm. the, that's what the problem is because like totally Meg is coming out tomorrow that's totally a popcorn I... giant monster movie yeah it's but it's but
0: it doesn't wholly going to be a it bad movie does not fit into what we talk about it's really kind of out of the the realm of what we talk about
1: we need to we need to broaden what we talk
0: about so then we thought to ourselves <laughs> you know what Mission impossible's out it's getting great reviews I say we start reviewing restaurants maybe <laughs> 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 Serafina is on Broadway yes. That guy That guy's a stud that, by the way That bartender Yeah He yeah. is And he likes us And he remembered He remembered like two weeks ago And oh, he yeah. was like Oh you want this And you want that I'm like Dude that guy is awesome And he gave me a free beer tonight So I, that's Yeah it. We're yeah. locked in That guy's. He did not give me a free beer though That's because he knew I did not want to stay for didn't want Because I wanted to make sure I was here and prepared Yes And yes. you're like Forget preparedness So he did Yeah <laughs> I had a week off <laughs> I'm good now I'm good <laughs> No, that guy's a guy's. Disgusting. Yeah, I like that guy. But we, I, gotta, we gotta get that guy something. But, but anyway, di- yes. I did. I gave him a good tip. But I digress. So we started talking. We're like, okay, well Wait, maybe... Wait, you tipped him? <laughs> I'm kidding. Go <laughs> oh, ahead. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, go ahead. He's gonna... <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> just kidding. He's gonna give me the, the biggest pizza in the <laughs> yeah. world. He's just gonna throw a piece of garbage in <laughs> yeah. front of me. <laughs> I'm like, hey, <laughs> where's back. my
1: menu? That's your menu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so go
0: ahead. So we're, we're sitting there like, all right, all right, maybe Mission Impossible. So I go to see Mission Impossible because we're gonna talk about it this week because we really don't have anything else to talk I was about. Like, oh, it, it, like, you hear him roll this out Sam like it's like a casual thought
1: oh, you know I just go see Mission Impossible because it wasn't like this calculated military operation well that no, you, no 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 you... we <laughs>
0: said we should go see it because we have nothing else to see. we have nothing was, else to talk about maybe we can do it. it was a like a thing of
1: urgency on Sunday It's like hey did you see Mission Impossible because <laughs> <laughs> we're going to talk about it because we got nothing else to talk about get to the movies um, Godwin
0: but here's the thing so we do and all of a sudden I'm watching this and as I'm watching the film I'm thinking mm. to myself you know what this is, the, this is both, A, the last great action franchise I think I've seen. Maybe Fast and the Furious, because that's kind of become like an action franchise now with The Rock and uh, Jason Statham now fighting yeah. each other all the yeah. time. There's no, there's no like action movie franchise anymore. But then I'm thinking to myself, you know what? This is more like a superhero movie than anything else. It um, really is. There's, I mean, there's people jumping through helicopters and getting... I mean, there's no reason that... that uh, Tom Cruise gets hit by a car gets thrown off his bike he limps a little I do, I do appreciate that
1: there's a couple of times that he limped because he really broke his ankle yeah. in real life <laughs>
0: I know, I know so there's a
1: couple of times where he's like he's looking a little shaky on his feet right, in that film
0: right and it's like well wait a minute though uh, like this is a, like, how is he any different than Batman I had this great conversation online today how is he how is Ethan Hunt any different than Batman besides he doesn't wear a costume Hmm Oh man, see Everyone's poo-pooing me Everyone online poo-pooed me I'm gonna tell you right now Bevin poo-pooed me Ro- uh, R- Rosie, my friend Rosie He's like, what are you talking about? He wears a cape and cowl I said, no, he obviously But is the are, Do we only Do we only categorize well, Batman As a superhero Batman Because is he a superhero in a superhero for world
1: the, For the most part He's like a super genius Like he's a, he's a He's like a Sherlock Holmes Who Basically Can Beat up a room full of people Although, the Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes can also beat up a room full of people now, too. So, I mean, because that's, yep. that's the way movies are. But, um, well, yeah, of course, Ethan. But so is James Bond. James Bond's a superhero.
0: So they made a con- they made Jack a comparison Bauer. to
1: that. Well, Jack Bauer is, is... Yeah, I mean, they're all superheroes. he do whatever he can take right None, of, those, none of these guys... I mean, he'll half these guys would takes. be like, oh, man, that guy got away on the helicopter. Well, better check in you know in 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 real life that 's how you would deal with it in real <laughs> yeah, life, but I mean, these guys are like, I have to commandeer a boat and turn it into a plane to yes, catch that helicopter yes.
0: but i mean isn't i mean that 's my point though, like at the end of the day, look, a movie like Thor is a superhero movie actually it 's not even that 's like a god movie because they 're all gods, right um, but I would say something like. Superman is a superhero movie, right? I mean, that's just blatantly a superhero movie, right? That's yes. That's a, that's a, that's yes. a, that's a pinpoint definition. Spider-Man absolutely. is a pinpoint and definition And Superman, oddly,
1: was in this movie. Yeah, which was... Strangely <laughs> enough. I know! See, it's got <laughs> everything. Strangely enough.
0: So, I'm just thinking to myself at the end of the day, how is this not a superhero franchise? It's six movies, and I threw this out there. Uh, I threw this out there. I, I'm, look, I'm, I'll be fully upfront. I don't know if I 100% believe it. But it's, it's worth discussing. Nah, it's not. Is it more impressive than the Marvel franchise? And I say it's more impressive. I didn't say it's better. Now, I, I did a very ambiguous Is uh, it more impressive?
1: Post. Is Mission Impossible, like the Mission Impossible movies, are they more impressive than the 10 years worth of Marvel yes. movies? Yes, yes. The 17 or 18 because, Marvel movies? And, that... say,
0: and then this is why I say this, and this is why, like I said, I don't 100%... Agree with my own point, but it's Whoa. worth discussing.
1: Wait, why would we discuss it if you don't even agree with because
0: it? Because we host an hour show ah. and there's nothing out right now, there and this seemed to get people fired up, and I like, the truth. I like that. I like it. Okay, all right. I'm not, not hiding it. This no. Is, but no, these are you're good not. discussions, right? So yes. immediately I got a whole bunch of blowback, except from, Tom, except from Tom Hutchinson, who didn't like Infinity War because it was only a part one. He wanted a complete movie. He says Mission Impossible 6 is a complete movie. That's better, so I give him that. What? That's also nonsense. <laughs> but. Mission Impossible 6. The First of all, it's the sixth movie in the franchise. Right. So that's impressive in and of itself that it can do as well. I mean, mm. think about the 80s, right? If you were lucky if the second movie even came close in quality to the first movie. True. True. All right? But that's all
1: the movies we have now, movies that are franchises. Mm-hmm. We don't really have individual movies anymore. Except for Meg which is coming out tomorrow
0: <laughs> and then it's if it does well it becomes to. a franchise yes well, yeah. well no I, I agree with but that but it probably but won't
1: because like, it won't do that well <laughs>
0: I agree but it's coming I, out know, to me Thursday. to me the fact that they can come out with six movies the fact that this movie can be better than even the previous five installments hmm. and they get they get one movie every three years Marvel look Infinity War is amazing, right? Because it's a culmination. And I'm not knocking it. Look, at the end of the day, we're debating like, you know, uh, what's chocolate ice cream versus vanilla ice cream? Like, they, they're all good. Like, you know, or, or, or pepperoni pizza versus meatball pizza. There's no bad pizza. You know what I mean? We're all debating good stuff now. But I feel like it's more impressive the fact that they don't have 1,800 movies to build a narrative to, to, this, to this crescendo that Marvel has done. Uh, I mean, even look at DC. DC couldn't even do that correctly uh, to a point where you could enjoy a solo movie. Uh, Mission Impossible comes out. It has a, it has a running storyline. It has a, re- a recurring character. It has a recurring team that you're looking forward to and delivers. I mean, some of the best action scenes I've seen. Some of the best stunts. There's no, I mean, there's CGI obviously somewhere in there, but there's also a lot yeah, but you of. You can't really see it.
1: Yeah. Like, you you know it's there. You know, you know like okay that had to be CGI. But you don't. You, it's so seamless, yeah. That, or even if you can recognize that that CGI, it it's it blended so well yeah. that you didn't care. You were like, oh
0: man. No, I know. Like I'm like I do believe. No, I, I no. I'm gonna sound stupid if I say this. Uh, say, it, say it. I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna say when oh, he, you, you sound when he all jumps time, out so of the just... plane, that's gotta be CGI though. But I heard well, he jumped Out of the plane Yeah but though. Tom Cruise Does all kinds of crazy stuff That's what I'm saying He is Tom Cruise is Forget Ethan Hunt Tom Cruise <laughs> a Is a superhero He broke his ankle Doing these things yeah. Like it's crazy well, Or he's not or, Because or Batman arm.
1: Never broke his ankle
0: Well no Batman breaks his ankle And then he, go, and he breaks his back And then he, he disappears He for like has an his hour.
1: back broken Right And then, he, and then someone right. Punches his back right. Back together And then he climbs a wall Yeah That's what happened In the Dark Knight Rises They punched his back Yeah Back in <laughs> I didn't write it. <laughs> I'm sorry, Sam. <laughs> Sam's looking at me like I'm insane. I'm like, yeah, that's what happened. They punched him until his back went back in.
0: So, so let's let me ask you a question. Terrible movie. This <laughs> terrible film. Can we can we count Mission Impossible as a no. superhero franchise? No. All right. What's the criteria for a superhero franchise? Uh, I don't know what the criteria is. Superhero
1: franchise is like the sky's the limit. You know. Like, anything can happen in a superhero franchise.
0: These movies... Well, okay, let's... Does it need crime someone in a, in thrillers,
1: action-adventure thrillers mm-hmm. do have a basis in some kind of reality. They mm-hmm. are tethered okay. by laws of physics in, in you know, uh, for the most part. No one's going to fly around the Earth uh, the wrong way and set time backwards when a bomb right. goes off that they don't like. Right. Or, you know... Um, or God knows, like I'm, I'm, I'm thinking only of Superman, like you know, throw things into the sun. Well,
0: let's 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 or do this. Captain
1: America, how he jumps out of a plane without yeah, a parachute. Because I mean, in a
0: Die Hard movie, I mean, what was it, Live Free and Die Hard? I mean, like he drives a car through uh, the the Asian woman's, like the Asian woman, he throws the car <laughs> yes. right through her, and she's like, "Well, that didn't kill me." So it's like, well, wait well she a minute. jumped over it. No, she didn't. Like he, she, she got over pinned it. by it. So it's like, all right, does a superhero movie need to have costumes? Because, Unbreakable, no costumes. Sort of costumes. Actually, no. Sort of costumes, right? Does it need to have a mythology behind it?
1: Yes. Well, I mean, even... A superhero e- movie needs to have an origin story uh, for it to be a superhero movie. Okay. He has to have some kind of pathology okay? that could that set him in motion he towards or she. being... Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Towards mm-hmm. being the superhero in the first place. Okay. It's got to be a story of uh, of, I don't know, disenfranchisement, you know? And, uh, and, and the way back from, you know, okay. being lost is some kind of redemption story. Okay. None of that stuff is, uh, you, you know, Ethan Hunt's like, yeah, hey, the reason why Ethan Hunt's not
0: a superhero? Yeah. When we come back. Look, you finally got one. You're listening to The Talking Alternative Network.
2: 24 Hours a Day.
0: Joined by my uh, esteemed colleague and co-host... Lord of the Radio. Lord of the Radio. Lord yes. of the Radio. Thank you yeah. very much. Do you have to apply? Do you have to, like, go to college for that? Is there some sort of, like, classes? I could tell you how to become Lord of the Radio,
1: but then you'd become Lord of the Radio and I wouldn't be Lord of the Radio <laughs> this anymore.
3: That's very true. No as co-Lord. <laughs>
0: no. No.
1: No. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> <It's> a-
0: <laughs> Secrets of the Sire. Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. We do this every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, TalkRadio NYC. I want to thank, I want to thank my guest co-host last week, Mr. Darren Sanchez, who was on that drop, which was which was fantastic. See, look at Sam, it was a perfect world, perfect world. Uh, symmetry without him even knowing You know if, if, symbi- Unfortunately his schedule doesn't work out That he can't do this every week Or else I mean Oh I mean no He was No Hassan It's good to have you back It's unfortunate for all of us It's good to have you back Alright So we were debating Whether or not you can count Ethan Hunt As nope. a superhero Nope And you were about to tell me why Nope
1: Because they gave him a choice At the beginning of every, every movie Your mission Should you choose to accept it Spider-Man has a choice Iron Man is a choice. No, he doesn't. It's a calling. All of these superheroes have a choice. Yeah, it, No they don't but but they Spider-Man does it, not have a choice After Impossible, Uncle Ben died He doesn't have a choice Batman, Mission Impossible after Six. Batman doesn't have a choice Superman doesn't have a choice Captain America doesn't have Ethan a choice Ethan Hunt
0: can't even have a marriage Which they established Because he can't He doesn't have a choice He's got to be out there saving the world So he's got a calling Just as much as anybody else you does You want to
1: call Ethan Hunt You know what I'll end this right now If you want to <laughs> call him a superhero You can That's just dumb that's I'm just, just saying stupid. It's a superhero franchise He's not a superhero doesn't have
0: any superpowers And he doesn't have a costume but neither does Batman He doesn't have a costume He does not have a costume But neither does Punisher And Punisher's technically considered Punisher something. does have a costume He has a t-shirt
1: That's a costume <laughs> Ethan's wearing a shirt it's not the same shirt. a signature No, it's not a So he does laundry. So he
0: does, does say E-H on it. He does laundry. All right, I want to hear what you guys have to think if you chime Jack in. Jack Reacher is more of a superhero than Ethan Hunt. What about Jack Ryan? No.
1: <laughs> Jack Ryan is <laughs> the same. Jack Ryan no, I know. is not I just, even James I just, Bond. I
0: just got the two of them confused. Remember that? Yes, I know, I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, all I know. Right. You're gone for like one week, and then all of a sudden you...
1: No, you could have just let that ride, but no, you decided to, to correct it, and therefore you st- All right, put the kibosh on angle of storytelling.
3: Let me ask you another question, angle
0: of, uh, storytelling. Let me ask you another question. What are, and we don't necessarily have to include Mission Impossible, what are the top superhero superhero film franchises today? All right, before Marvel we answers, and DC. See, no, 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 okay, but we're <laughs> going to qualify this. And we're done. We're going to qualify this, though. DC's not a franchise. DC's a company. Marvel's a company. They're not franchises. It's a cinematic universe, but that's not a franchise. A franchise is a movie, and this we can agree on, right? You have to have more than one movie out, right? Can't be a free. Can't be considered a franchise until you have more than one movie,
1: or one, more than one piece of media.
0: Uh um, if you have a television show and a movie. No, and, but I'm talking about a, mo- well. Okay, I'm and, very very and focused books right now. And
1: whatever, that's a, that's technically a franchise. What is the? You have to have more than one.
0: No, because I disagree. I'm talking about in theaters right now, movie franchises, movie franchises. I, I'm not going to count. I'm not counting like Wonder Woman. She's had one movie. I want. I Wonder
1: want... Woman's part of the DC franchise, though.
0: No, but DC's not a franchise. DC is a is a company.
1: The DC, the uh, would Wonder Woman be under any other brand than DC?
0: No, would but it's like It's like saying that Would Wonder
1: Woman or Superman? There's a Dunkin' Superman.
0: Donuts corporate headquarters And then there's Dunkin' Donuts everywhere, right? You're part of the Dunkin' Donuts corporation Now they franchised you out which The would Dunkin' be, Donuts
1: stores are a franchise
0: They're, they're, a, they're part of a franchise, yes mm-hmm. um, But they would be the Wonder Woman They would be the, D, they would be the Batman they're, they're their own franchises They're their own franchises Maybe it's a bad analogy. Yes, it is. It's correct. I'm I'm always correct, but I think it's a bad analogy just for this because Duncan not says it's terrible.
1: Same the, um, DC is a franchise. It's not. Marvel is it's a franchise. Not. No, no. Fox is a franchise. Fra- Fox has. Foxes are all, these, super- are all
0: studio. these are all studios. Fox has, but these are studios and companies. They're not. But franchises. Sony,
1: Sony has the Spider-Man franchise. Right, you just In said it, right, itself. exactly
0: right. The but they've Spider-Man turned it into, into a franchise. The Spider-Man franchise, right, that's it's what we're debating. It's a title. That's what we're debating. It's a about.
1: title, but they've turned it into a franchise by... That's what
0: we're debating here. I'm not debating who, which company is the best company out there. We're not debating that. I want to know what, comp- what superhero franchise is the best franchise right now. Is Avengers the best franchise right now? Because they had Avengers 2, which everyone except Pat Shan thinks was pretty awful. Captain America, is that the best franchise Three movies out. Again, eliminating Black Panther, I
1: eliminating Wonder Woman. I don't agree that they're called franchises. Therefore, I am not going to participate. What would you term participate. them? They're titles within the franchise. Oh my God. All right, so fun. Look, look. Marvel Publishing, what do they refer to each and every one of their characters, uh, each and every one of their comic book issues,
0: their, their yes, stories? What do they refer it's to? It's a title, as? because it's just publications. So therefore, that's how in you movies, would describe the movie. In movies, are called franchises.
1: No. It's a movie franchise in and of itself. It's mm-hmm. one story.
0: It's one story. Marvel changed the game on this, though, in the sense that they, are, they, have, a, they have an overarching narrative According that to runs whom? through it. According to whom? Well, if you go back to the 80s, though, it, what was it, what's Terminator called? Terminator's called the franchise. It's not called Fox. 20th Century Fox is not the franchise. No, no, no. But, Okay. So Star Wars There's no Star Wars Wars franchise All of the so-called
1: franchises Mm -hmm. Belong under one banner Yes And if they belong under one banner You would refer to that as the franchise (sighs) If they were separate And they didn't all fall under one banner You might be able to call them franchises separately So for the
0: sake of having one hour to talk about this And Star Wars is a franchise Yes Yes. It's not, it's not Fox. It's not 20th no, Century singing, Fox. No, you're thinking Lucasfilm.
1: Well, it was Lucasfilm. But, yeah, but
0: 20 for, 20th Century no, Fox it's was, still a, was Lucas the Film. distributor. Mm-hmm. Right, but okay, fine. Lucasfilm's not the franchise. But they still
1: call it Disney. They still say it's Disney's Star Wars franchise.
0: Yeah, because the Star Wars part's the franchise.
1: But if Solo came out, Solo wouldn't be a franchise. It's part of the Star Wars franchise. You see what I'm saying? If they did more than one solo movie, that's not a solo franchise. Solo is part of
0: the Star Wars. That's why they call it a Star Wars story. That's <sighs> all right, all right. So then, what's if we're gonna if we're gonna go by that logic, hmm. which is not correct, but I, we don't have enough time. So I don't see how it's not correct. Um, Thor is a title. Thor is a title. Captain America is a title. Captain America is a title. Um, what's Ant-Man's the best the title? What's the best
1: superhero? Out of out of the Marvel franchise or out of all of them? Out of
0: all the franchises. I mean technically speaking, um, What
1: do you what do you what are the criteria for being the best? Just your favorite or the strongest.
0: Strongest showing. Uh Captain America. Right? Mm-hmm. Like that's gotta be like that was my number one like instantly. What about Guardians? And there's only been two now. That's okay though. It's okay. It doesn't matter. You don't have to have three. It's not the best trilogies out there.
1: I would say Guardians is probably my favorite. But it's not stronger than the Captain America movies. I think I think I agree with you on
0: that. Captain yeah,
1: America think... One is a fantastic movie, which really shouldn't have been, in my opinion. Um I was very surprised at how great Captain America was. Yeah. Then Winter Soldier, even a better movie.
0: Uh Civil War. It was a good movie. Civil War was still an excellent movie. It had a very it bad was a good ending. movie. It, it, it a, didn't.
1: It had it had a lot of pieces in it that were yeah. just kind of franchise specific. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but I haven't seen the the Captain America movies are pretty solid. They're pretty strong films.
0: Yeah, I would say that. What about Deadpool?
1: Uh, no.
0: Did Deadpool two knock it down enough for you? Was Deadpool one far superior? I was never superior? a big.
1: I was never a bi- I think those those movies are great, you know, for what they are. Yeah. But that's you know that that humor gets old fast, and the second movie, the humor was getting old while I was watching it. Yeah. So, for me personally, I'm happy that those movies exist. I'm happy for that franchise, that the, the the strength of that franchise. I think we need it because it is a it is a divergent mm-hmm. from from the superhero uh, motif, I guess, in the superhero format. But, uh, yeah, after a while, that,
0: that humor starts to... Risha Davis, excellent, all, you know, wonderful guest on the show, Ant-Man uh, stunt woman or stunt driver, I should say. Deadpool for the win. She thinks Deadpool's the best one. That's fair. I, I, think, it's, I think it's tough to call that. Jeff Gomez, one of our Uber guests, um, he thought the sequel knocked it down a peg as well, too. Like, if you had to think about it where does it where yeah, does, I
1: don't I don't know if it in my opinion because Jeffs you know Jeff knows Jeff yeah. knows about that stuff yeah so I'm not gonna dispute him if for me it didn't it was more of the same it was on par with the first one but I like I said that humor kind of grates on me so I don't know if it takes it up or knocks it down yeah I don't know what you were looking for yeah with the with the you know some people th- want to follow up to be like a, a broader bigger experience than the original one and some of us there's some people like me who ju- i just wanted to be on par with the first one and then i could be happy i just want more of the same
0: what is that what is the so, m night Shyamalan unbreakable franchise i don't run? know i haven't seen the third one we haven't seen the third one yet but that's okay doesn't mean i uh,
1: it is, it is. I didn't, I, I thought Unbreakable was okay. Split was interest. was not, to me, not interesting until the last few seconds when you, when I saw that it tied in to, yeah. um, sorry if you didn't see it, Sam. <laughs> I said it. Sam. It ties in.
0: That's all you need to it, know. It
1: ties in. And then, you know, like I, w- I was like looking at Mr. Glass, the, the trailer for it. And I, it just, the trailer kind of turned me off to it. Yeah. Because you know, just seeing the three of them in a the mental asylum and like oh, I
0: boy. love though when um, Samuel L. Jackson says, "This looks like the bad guys teaming up," because that was w- one of the best parts to Unbreakable to me was subliminally you are watching a comic book movie, you're watching a breakdown of what a superhero comic book mythology is mm. right in front of you, mm-hmm. but you don't know it until it's eventually kind of like put in front of you, and you're like, "Oh, oh, uh, oh, I'm mm. I'm watching i I'm watching a comic book movie." This where, where did this come from how did this happen you know so I kind of like you know hearing him say that kind of uh, yeah, brought me back to that initial like oh, okay. what made Unbreakable you know very good what's the weakest one out there right now I'm gonna say Thor X-Men Oh yeah, okay, all right. Yeah, you got me on that. Yeah, you, you got. Oh boy, you got me on that. <laughs> oh baby, you you came back firing after your little. Uh, your I, little I, I, just, I
1: can't. I can't do. You're X-Men. Absolutely right. You're right. I can't yeah, you're do, right, no. I don't even. And they canceled them. Yeah. So well, no, 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 no. Dark Phoenix. They. I, I. I. heard, and I might be misinformed, so you'll inform me so that okay. so the show doesn't dip. I heard <laughs> that Dark Phoenix and uh, New Mutants
0: was canceled. New Mutants was pushed. pushed. Dark Phoenix was pushed. Dark Phoenix is supposedly coming out in February of next year. Uh, and New Mutants is supposedly coming out in April of next year and they, they, they film new scenes. Now how are you like going to
1: have the New Mutants when you have uh, Darker Minds or <laughs> Darkest Minds <laughs> that is out right now. I just like don't how is know. it Stop it. I just Stop. don't know. Stop. They're kind of they're they're so they're so 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 trying really hard to kill the genre. The, the superhero genre. Yeah. And there's nothing they can do about it. Everyone
0: has to cash in.
1: Yeah. Everyone's got to try to cash in, so. Yeah, I know. All
0: right, well, when we come back, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're going to rejuvenate the, uh, the, the, the genre. We're going to rejuvenate comics in general. We've got uh, Adrian Wassell from uh, Vault Comics. They're doing some really awesome things in the sci-fi and fantasy realm oh, in yeah. comics. And we're going to learn like all about things. their company and why you need to be checking them out now because they are going to be your next TV movie obsessions next year. All right you're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com.
2: 24 hours a day.
0: Contemplating how to do this, uh, you being on camera next week.
1: I'm going to go get some sun then. (laughs) Don't read into it. (laughs) Yeah. Just keep going Class uh, Have some incentive. glass. See, there it is yeah, no. yeah. See, you ruined it It was a subtle nod to it now And you just <laughs> kind of hit it over the head <laughs> With a hammer
0: Secrets of the Sun Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. We do this every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc, talking comics, movies, TV, and pop culture. Uh, we let off last segment with the best superhero film franchises. Today, our crack staff, producer Sam Lebowitz hmm. brought up an article, which once again proves that I'm correct, in that all of the movies are considered a um, franchise. Marvel is not considered a franchise. The Marvel Cinematic Universe is considered a franchise. And the DC Extended Universe is considered a franchise, That's but the companies Marvel and DC are not franchises. So once again, oh proving that I'm, I'm absolutely correct. Oh my god, are you correct. serious? <laughs> I just, are I, you look, serious? I'm staring at this. Oh man, can't it's a wrong.
1: shame you can't win without cheating. It has, That's what I say. It has. That's the sad part. That's the saddest part. Captain it's not America, being able to win without cheating. It has
0: Thor. Yeah, it has
1: indeed. Yeah, all of these Guardians of yes. the Galaxy. I can fight better than you because I have this gun. Yes, I'm just (laughs) I'm a better fighter because I'm
0: armed. We are doing really good. All right, we're going to (laughs) switch gears a little bit here. Uh, We're doing this all uh, summer, all August long. We're going to call it our summer spotlight. I want to spotlight some uh, really cool companies doing some really cool things. All right. So with that in mind, I'm welcoming uh, Vault Comics Editor-in-Chief Adrian Wassel. Adrian, you there? I
4: am. Am I mispronouncing
0: your name, by the way?
4: No, you 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 got it right, Adrian. Russell,
0: oh right. man! Well, it was the Adrian part that I was having trouble. No, uh, it, was, <laughs> it was definitely a, I I have a history of butchering names, and, and uh, you know hey.
4: Well, my name has a history of being butchered, so you know kudos <laughs> to you for getting it.
0: <laughs> excellent, excellent. So Vault Comics. I'll give you a little backstory, and then I want to get gi- I want you to give us your backstory. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a comic book writer. Hassan's an artist. Like, so we're in the industry. We've been in the industry for 15 years, worked at Wizard. We did a whole bunch of, you know, cool things. We got books out now, et cetera, et cetera, right? Um, yeah. And I'm always looking for, you know, like, okay, what other publishers are out there that I'm not quite aware of? And I, you know, Twitter seems to be where I go for this information. And I always keep seeing people retweeting Vault Comics this and Vault Comics. What the heck is Vault Comics? I've never heard of these guys. And then... You know, all of a sudden, you know, over this is over the course of a few months now, you know, you have all these big things. So let me let me quote your your pinned tweet, uh, "Fail Safe, one of your titles, headed to Netflix. "Heathen" headed to the big screen. "Deep Roots" sold out the same day it came out. "Wasted Space" sold out, and and then you have the Derek Robertson uh, second print cover of over fifty thousand Maxwell Demons out the door for Free Comic Book Day. You guys are killing it, and I don't feel like there's <laughs> enough. Like exposure that 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 people were kind of aware of this. How did you guys get to this level, and how did you kind of kind of flying under the radar like this?
4: Oh man, that's a that's a big question. Um, yeah, so we well, let's see. I'll, I'll back up to the kind of the beginning. We put our first. Books on shelves in 2017, February of 2017. <laughs> that uh, was that last was year. So
0: <laughs> That's amazing. I no. know.
4: I know. <laughs> it's been it's been it's been 19 months now, um, and we uh, we launched with two books, um, Fissure and Heathen, mm-hmm. and uh, we had like half of an artist alley table that we kind of borrowed from a friend Mm -hmm. at Emerald city comic-con. And he then just caught fire. That Mm -hmm. book sold through so many print runs and we had some really incredible artists um, attach and come on and support the book with covers like Jen Bartel, And um, you know, that kind of continued to boost it and, take the book to their own audiences as well. Sure. And I think that success, that, like, initial success out of the gate got a lot of eyes on us, but also, most importantly, it got a lot of retailers really excited to stock our books because our books were selling really well for them. Sure. And, I mean, you know comics. It's like that that war for shelf space, and retailers really came out in support of us. And that made... All the difference in the world, and I think that's really been the the, the sort of catalyst um, for like this very quick growth that's almost impossible to keep up with must days. <laughs> so now, yeah, fast forward uh, eighteen, nineteen months, where we've got we've uh, taken twenty series out to the market, twenty three have been announced, so there are three more that are on their way, um, and yeah, those two movie deals came together. Uh, very, very quickly and were announced quickly and obviously those were a big, uh, really big boost to the Vault Comics name. So we're in this weird and really exciting kind of cool position as a publisher where we have tons of, you know, support in this massive surge and then, and people were like, oh my God, I read every single Vault title and it, it feels like you know, I, I, I'm 20 stories deep into the catalog, mm-hmm. and we have people who are like, "Oh, I'm brand new. I've never even heard of Vault. What's, yeah. what's the Vault comic?" Yeah, um, it's a really strange position to be in, but it's also a really exciting position to be in.
0: Just to let everyone know, uh, you know, the headline too is Michael B. Jordan reunites with Black Panther co-writer for Netflix's failsafe adaptation. So you have, uh, you know, I mean, you have big name talent. I mean, that's one of the biggest things. You know, I do, I do some <laughs> stuff in TV as well too and and I work with a production company and we're just constantly trying to figure out okay how can we bring assets on board to help move this thing forward and you just happen to have I don't know maybe one of the hottest actors in the the business like on board (laughs) like immediately whoops yeah
1: <laughs> like, How'd that happen
0: I, it, it is It's how We just stumbled
1: onto that Like he just happened To be in the hallway When we walked outside And there he was See and, see what happened was Yeah exactly He, he was my neighbor Yeah And, and yeah. I, was like, I was like Michael yeah. Michael Help me out help yeah. um, My air conditioner wh- broke And he showed up to fix it <laughs> <laughs> who, who, know? who knew Who knew Who
4: <laughs> knew the thing is, like, the real story isn't even actually that far off from... Ah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's one of these situations in which the writer of the comic, um, S.J., has known uh, Michael B. Jordan's family, and obviously oh. Michael and uh, Joe Robert Cole are good friends, and Joe Robert Cole took a look at the comic and was like, whoa, I, I dig this, mm-hmm. he ended up writing a... Uh, like a nice little prologue for the trade edition that will be dropping soon. Um, we had an exclusive at San Diego of mm-hmm. that. That some people were, you know, uh, some people got to pick up early, and so he really liked it. And he put together, uh, you know, his sort of his sort of vision for it, which I guess really resonated with Michael. And so it was just kind of this thing where they they had known each other, and they all saw the story. They got excited, yeah, and that you know. That, that made that happen quickly and um, and it was uh, we were super super happy to be partnered with Netflix because um, you know it just means that it means, a, it means that there's uh, you know like it, it, it'll be cool to have it on a streaming service it's, um, right. it's a really big really big name to be associated opens with France, for the brands brand especially too. like you said we're so new yeah. so yeah we just couldn't be more excited about how that came together and the fact that it's at Netflix with Michael B. Jordan, Joe Robert Cole—you know—kind of unreal. Sometimes I still am like, "Wait, did that actually work out that way?" Um, but, but it did.
0: So let me ask you a question here too. And this is um, this is both a, a question and a and a compliment um, in the sense of a lot of indie publishers. I know a lot of indie publishers. I'm friends with. We, we've we've been toiling and 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 we've had successes and highs and lows and whatnot. Um, the quality of art, at least on the cover. Uh, the covers for all your books, definitely, and then I've seen some interior art too, is very, very high. Um, mostly when you when you talk, when you see indies, some indie publishers, you know, their story could be great, but you can't get through the art. You guys seem to be able to recruit some top level talent. Um, you know, how do you how do you go about doing that, and how does that kind of come together? Because that's the thing that that strikes me. Like when I look at your books, it's like, no, this is professional. You know, and that's what I always strive with anything I self published, and I try not to self publish anymore. But anything I do is it's got to be professional, and, and you guys have like a very high, like the Frendo cover looks like sick and amazing, like how do you guys recruit the talent that you guys uh, utilize?
4: Well, uh, let me start by saying thank you I mean, that's uh, that quality of uh, content but also just production and feel of the books, all that stuff is so important to us because we're such
3: <laughs>
4: lifelong, die-hard comic nerds, and um, the way we go about Sort of recruiting, uh, was it was mostly organic. So, my uh, my brother, who I you know run the company with, uh, he's a publisher, I'm editor in chief, and and my cousin Nathan, who's done a bunch of art for our books. Um, he, the three of us got started like I guess like seven, eight years ago. We we made not even a whole comic, like half a comic called The Gifted, and we took it to uh. I'm not even sure if that show still is still around, that convention is still around it's in San Francisco. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. um, we took it there, and people loved it. You know, like, we need more, we need more, we need more. And so for a couple of years, we did that, like, convention circuit. We went to a bunch of shows, and we self-published and sold our, sold our own book mm-hmm. um, and sold our own books, and we met incredible creators who got to know us as, creators and people Mm -hmm. first and there was never any sort of like feeling like the icky business side of things (laughs) because they were creators. We would sit over a beer or food or whatever and they talk about all these stories that they wanted to tell. Um, Artists too, all these sort of styles they've never gotten to play with. Notebooks filled with things that they wanted to explore but a lot of publishers wouldn't green light and so when we started putting Our brains together for vault and looking at the market and thinking like, hey, you know, there's so there's this wealth of of content out there that nobody's publishing and, you know, how how could we position ourselves to do this? Uh, It was pretty easy to bring a lot of these now good friends of ours on board very early, like Jackson and Colin, um, Jackson Landon and Colin Kelly, who written for a bunch of stuff for dc and did joyride at boom um and they did zoja with us and they've got uh, another book coming out with us um a book with brandon sanderson uh titled dark one and you know they came to us early on and we're like hey nobody's gonna publish this crazy book called zoja that you can't (laughs) even barely pronounce except for you guys because you guys know it as friends and fellow creators um, and we would love to do it. It's a passion project. And so like, very early on, before we even had a logo, we had people coming to us and saying, like, hey, you know, would you want to do this thing that we've talked about for yeah. years as friends? And so the quality was there because the, the creators that sort of jumped on board right at the beginning were people that had been doing this... Um, on their own for a long time, or had been doing it successfully at other publishers, and had a particular story they really needed to tell. Sure. Um, so it was, and and that's not to say we don't have a lot of new people in our catalog. Because there are a lot of new creators, a lot of emerging creators that um, you know had really seen success success elsewhere or before, who came on and had great success, and you know, with their first books with us. Um, so, we did definitely have to do some scouting and some careful like, you know, review of pages to make sure that they could live up to that standard that we set. But uh, really, the biggest part was just that sort of organic friends coming who've who been making comics their whole life, come hell or high water, with passion projects. And so it shows, you know, the quality shows through.
0: Very, very cool. Very cool. All right. Tell the audience where they can find you guys um, and what you guys got coming out.
4: Yeah, so we should, yeah, we should be on, uh, in, you know, every local comic store out there. If your store isn't stocking Vault Comics, uh, hopefully it'll be super easy to convince them to stock it or at least add uh, any series to your pool. We're in Diamond Previews catalog, so, like, every month, every retailer's comfortable just, like, going straight to our catalog and be like, yeah, sure, we can put that on your pool. Um, and we're on comiXology uh... our website we often offer free number ones for series or a couple issues in to get people um, you know who maybe missed that number one because we know mm-hmm. we're still a new brand to jump in and read stuff for free and get excited um, yeah and our trades are in all the bookstores too so Barnes and Noble, Amazon uh... you know you can find them kind of anywhere and what we've got coming uh, next month, September 26th, we're dropping Friender Number One and Fearscape Number One. Uh, actually, today, Declan Shalvey was uh, live tweeting um, his cover for Fearscape Number One. That book has, I don't know if we've ever had uh, quite the initial reception that we've been getting with Fearscape Number One, like 10 out of 10 reviews across the board. That's awesome. Huge artists pouring out in support of it and creators too. Um, been really, really cool to have like people like Karen Gowan and uh, Jamie and and Declan and all these huge names. Like, oh man, I love this book. Um, Warren Ellis wrote about it in his newsletter. So uh, yeah, that those two. Gearscape number one, Frenno number one, dropping September twenty sixth. You can pick them up at any comic book store in the country. Just got to tell your uh, the person behind the desk.
0: Awesome, Adrian. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, check out Vault Comics. You can also check them out online. Uh, social media at the Vault Comics on Twitter, the Vault Comics on Instagram, and Vault Comics Official on Facebook. Adrian, thank you so much.
4: Yeah, thank you for having me, guys. I really appreciate
0: it. Yeah, no problem. All right, when we come back, we go spinning the racks.
1: You are listening to the Talking Alternative Network. <laughs> I had a ticket bought for me
0: by, oh, an, okay, okay. by an enthusiastic friend. You know. Did you know that that friend now asked me to go?
1: So does that mean I don't have a ticket
0: anymore? That's correct. That's correct. I actually passed it on to Sam. So now Sam so is going, going
1: with your friend. With my friend. To the show.
0: Well, now I have
1: a lot to say about this.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and none of it's good.
0: Secrets of the Sire. Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. I want to thank our guest, Adrian Wassel, for coming on. Uh, they're doing some really cool things. And, yes, we definitely got to have him back on again uh, to talk about Frendo and Fearscape and, and Failsafe and find out what these projects are about, too. I mean, it's to me... Being in the industry, like to see someone and see a company pop up so quickly, I got to know how they did it. Like that to me is always like a secret, you know. But
1: you got to have friends who have Michael B. Jordan living in the <laughs> well, store. That doesn't that's hurt, I guess. That, right? Yeah, that. Well, it's work. all about
0: it's all about well, you know. I mean, there's no question Absolutely. about it. Absolutely. Uh, but a, people were I've been the,
1: trying to know people for a long time. It, was, it doesn't and work. The best you got was me, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's it. That's the best you got. And I
0: don't know how where I put you in that category. <laughs> So we'll, we're gonna have him back on again uh, before Failsafe uh, emerges as well on yeah, Netflix. because cool. I'd like to know some more. All right, we do this every week. We go spinning the racks, the most fantastical pop culture news out there. Spin the rack, spin the The funny thing is, if you did quit the show <laughs> yeah. and/or got fired, that would remain. <laughs> so you'd be there. Yeah, you'd be there no matter Weird. what. All right. Yeah. Got a lot of excitement here. Uh, I actually flirted with opening with this. The Oscar goes to Deadpool, Black Panther. It looks as if uh, the Oscars are are in for some big changes here. Uh, The Academy's Board of Governors has approved several major changes to the tradition-bound ceremony's format in hopes of retaining the dwindling numbers of Oscar viewers. Uh, On Tuesday night, Hmm. just Hmm. five months after the lowest-rated Academy Awards telecast, Um, The Academy Motion Pictures uh, not only re-elected their cinematographer as its president, but also approved several major changes to to, to the tradition-bound ceremony. There's a bunch of stuff about how they're going to announce different categories, but that's not what matters for us. What matters for us. What matters for us is uh, they are now incorporating a new category for outstanding achievement in popular film.
1: Outstanding that, Achievement in Popular Film. Adding
0: that eligib- eligibility requirements and other key details will be forthcoming. So uh, basically people...
1: Outstanding can, Achievement in Popular Film.
0: Basically a popcorn award. You're getting a popcorn award. Uh, ah, does it, doesn't doesn't MTV do that already? Uh, it's And you know what? Uh, just... Point of fact, he has not read the outline before <laughs> because he was actually out seeing Mission Impossible 6, <laughs> yeah. which, we just, which we just reviewed. Yeah, which, uh, <laughs> which we didn't just review, even um, though I saw it. I saw no. it, too. It was, it was great. Yeah. Um, but they actually, in the Hollywood Reporter story, talk about that people think it cheapens the prestige, making it more like the People's Choice Awards or the MTV Movie Awards. Um, oh, man. I'm going to go with my old favorite. This is my favorite. Is my standby, the sports analogy. People are all about baseball right now. And saying baseball's got to change You know In the 10th inning We're going to have a runner on second You know Because you need to speed it up You need to speed up the game You need to change the game Because the young viewers They're not They're not going to They're not going to watch baseball anymore yeah. And it's like You don't have to drastically do things You just have to Be a little smarter About what you're doing I feel like this is Kind of like Do that you think baseball, it's a Do you know?
1: think it's a matter of marketing? Do you think if you market something better You could sell something to anybody? Or do you think there are some things that are just passe and they just they just pass their prime and nobody cares anymore?
0: There is that angle. There is that aspect to um, what was popular in the nineteen forties is not going to be popular now, right? Um, you know. So maybe the Academy Award is just on its way out. Maybe, maybe, but not the uh, no. See, not the prestige of winning the award though, and I think that's really. Like, at the end of the day, isn't that what the whole is? But if it's not televised, it's not is?
1: done in this grandiose manner with all this, know. you know, all Hollywood royalty sitting in the same auditorium. I know. Watching you get your award and, and you snaring at them and giving them the finger but and everything like that. you know what's like going to happen, though? Then that's just not the same kind of experience. <laughs> it's not the same snobbery that we've <laughs> yes, come to Exactly. Love.
0: You know what's going to happen, though? Uh, you're going to have a movie like Black Panther. Um, they were already talking about that and people are already lobbying for it uh, to not be nominated for this popular film category but instead be popu- be nominated for best picture. Best picture. You're going to have these like things where it's like it's almost well, like Well, okay, the Academy Awards
1: has done this to themselves a couple of times because they they do tend to gravitate to best picture on on movies that a lot of people have never seen. Yes. That don't get mass distribution. Yes. So nobody's seen it. Yes. Um now I think that actually Legitimizes their brand Because They think this is the best picture Yeah Even if Whether you've
0: seen it or not You even asked this question On the way over here What's the difference Between best picture And Achievement in popular That's film. what they're
1: going to have to explain. Yeah. Because, like, is it is it, like, they, and they never release the parameters of what makes something a best yeah. picture versus what is the, the most popular picture. Right. Because one year, Gladiator won. Yeah. Now, if you're going to tell me that Gladiator is on, on par with, like, say, like, Schindler's List or something <laughs> like that, <laughs> yeah. Well, are you not entertained? That's what I'm saying. It's not, they're not quite the same. And also that the one time that Braveheart won. Yeah, it's well, you know? amazing. I think Braveheart. It's amazing. an amazing movie, but is it is it, it is it a meaningful, thoughtful piece? Oh, of sure. Cinematic art. Yeah. No. It's about struggle. It's no. about it's everything about, is about struggle. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, everything in the world is about struggle. It's There's, before
0: it, we knew Mel Gibson was an anti semite. I mean, it had a yeah, lot of exactly. really redeeming things. Your, your qualities average rom
1: com movie is about struggle. Okay, it <laughs> Nothing is American Pie <laughs> was a struggle. That was a struggle <laughs> to, to continue <laughs> watching. After the pie scene, uh, but anyway, I, <laughs> you know what I was saying. So there was no struggle with Shannon Elizabeth. Go ahead, yeah. Once you got to that part, yeah, I know. Once you finally got there,
0: <laughs> there's a struggle <laughs> we, up to we, that. We've digressed into twelve year old boy You did, syndrome. you
1: did. I'm just kind uh, of I'm just peeking in the door. You're right, look, already like I am. You're going already playing to, in the I'm room. Putting you back
0: on camera because they can't see your face before we <laughs> had a Deadpool <laughs> shot <with> <laughs> Which, by the way, amazing graphic. On my part. Um Oh, my God. The show is Um So, anyway,
1: <laughs> that's the bottom line. We're going to follow this as it goes. I'm, I'm I, curious to see it's, what just, these requirements look, are. Look, just advertise it better or make it more relevant. Make people more interactive with it. Yeah. You know? Have the Academy Awards tweet more. Look at it. We're working for certain figures <laughs> of, of our... <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, for certain, some... Certain figures of large prominence in our for society. For some,
0: that's all they have left. Uh, yeah. Oh, see what yeah. I did there? The yeah. real world. All right, yeah, make it that. so. Patrick Stewart returning to yeah. Star Trek. Star Trek's Captain that. Picard. Returning they don't even, to even have scripts for it CBS yet, CBS series. So he basically he told uh, I I guess folks it is an unexpected but delightful surprise to find myself excited and be invigorated (laughs) to be returning to John Luke to the Star Trek franchise yes that is a franchise Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. is
1: I I 100% agree see next generation in and of itself is not a franchise Star Trek Mm -hmm. is a franchise I rest my case
0: do, is, does Next Generation have three movies? Thank you, Jesus. Does it have more than two movies? <laughs> huh? Does, does Next Generation... Next Generation has four movies. But is it titled Star Trek Next Generation Part 2? Or Star Trek Next Generation Blah Blah Blah? No, they're just called Star Trek. Correct. Star Trek Nemesis. Correct, said, so yeah. Star Trek Next Generation is not. But you didn't go see Marvel Cinematic Universe Thor. And you didn't go you, see, you see Marvel, Marvel Thor. Cinematic Universe... It's called
1: Marvels, and then all the TV shows are also called Marvels. We're not talking
0: about TV shows, we're talking about movies. And we're talking it's about... It's called Marvel's It's not Thor. called Marvel Cinematic Universe Thor Dark World. Yes, it is. That's the official. Yes, title? it is. All right, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna fact check you for next week. Yeah, you go right ahead. Finally, Supergirl movie in the works. Supergirl is flying back to the big screen. Uh, That's a good in idea. Thirty seconds or less. Under, undermine
1: your TV show by bringing that? out a movie that will have nothing to do with your TV show, yeah, and then like make, sure, the make sure make sure that that all coincides becomes a, a, a giant mess in the cluster, and uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. hamstring both uh, franchises. Because they would be franchises. Yeah, next Part week of the DC franchise. Our summer
0: spotlight continues as we welcome Source Point Press's Casey Pierce. Talk about their new exciting line of books. I like finding I like finding these diamonds in the rough. I love I love these uh, companies that are doing some amazing things. When we come back next week, coming up next the governor's house. You are listening to the Talking Alternative Network. <laughs>
4: At www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative.
3: Are you a conscious co creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness?
0: listening to the Talking Alternative Network.